1: Gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. World Series Game Two is upon us. The Atlanta Braves take game one. Can the Astros tie the series? We will be monitoring that tonight. But we do, we do got a lot of LSU and soon New Orleans Saints talk. That we're gonna get into. Mark Ingram is back. The dynamic duo of A.K. and M.I. are back, and the A.Y.S. Rudy Crew will be live and in action with the with the Saints versus the Tampa Bay Bucks. We're gonna tell Tom Brady he can kiss our Rudy Pooh asses, but we will be live. We will be live Uh, tonight's going to be spent on a lot of LSU and Ed Orgeron so I will say this there was some big news today we got to get into it Rafino's rants right off the top Uh, we will touch on everything that's happening today around LSU football (laughs) and I guess we could say or I could say what's not going on around LSU football We will touch on that. The biggest hire in LSU history, I make my case why Scott Woodward has to get this one right or all hell is going to break loose. Is Bama vulnerable in this specific area? We will get on the field. It's a long way away until the game with LSU versus Bama, but the area is a key area that Bama is very vulnerable. Can LSU attack that with the minimal players that they have? Uh, Warming. Oh, I'm kind of warming up a little bit to this playoff expansion in college football a little Still not a huge fan, but I'm warming up to it a little. We will touch on that, and as I told you, we are monitoring the game two of the World Series. I fell asleep last night in, I think, the ninth inning. Um, Couldn't keep my eyes open, but it's okay. It's okay. I mean, the game was kind of out of hand. I say out of hand. Out of hand for World Series ways. All right, let's get to a couple of comments before we get started. Andrew Brister says, welcome back, Mark Ingram. Kirk Paul says, I can practice if LSU needs bodies. Derek says, I have never heard of a program not having enough players to practice. This is an absolute joke. Rob Boudreaux on YouTube says, I like it here and share to Twitter. uh, Yes, please do. And let's go. Let's do. Please do. Jeffrey said, shared to Facebook and Twitter. Thank you, Jeffrey. I greatly appreciate that. So let's do this. Let's do this. Everybody that's watching us, do us a favor by hitting that like and share. If you're on Facebook, share to your Facebook group, uh, Facebook pages. Share to some Facebook groups. Also, if you're on YouTube, don't forget to hit that subscription bell or subscription button and notification bell. It greatly helps us out a lot. We will be putting up a clip from this episode either tonight or tomorrow uh, in reference to what we talk about. Tonight, uh, it's going to be what I think maybe an epic rant. I know that I'm going to get in trouble for it, but who really cares at this point? I'm going to need Father Matthew Abair uh, uh, to Father Abair is going to have to really uh, cast some blessings my way uh, for what I'm about to do to LSU football and Ed Orgeron. So you're going to want to hit the like and share. You're going to want to share it to some Facebook groups if you're on Twitter. Follow, hit the retweet, all that kind of stuff. So let's do this. We got a lot to get into. Game two of the World Series underway. Uh, Let's do this. Let's pay some bills, and then we'll get into it. It's going to be pretty epic. Stay tuned. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM, Vornado and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell me, good friend Blake Rafino at AYS, since you own buyer, go see him over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. And our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, we are 11 and 0 in our last 11 picks in the NFL. We're hitting parlays. We're hitting single games. We are on a hot streak. But where are we doing it? betonline.ag. Guys, get over there today, sign up. Use your 50% welcome bonus. Use the AYS podcast tab, and then that way they will know, since you're in the state of Louisiana, that Blake Rafino sent you on by. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Doug says, go Cubs. Wait, never mind. (laughs) I I could say the same about the Yankees. I could say the same about the Yankees. I'm, I'm highly disappointed. But I'm glad, I am glad that Boston's not in there. Hashtag what up, Stephen Miller. Um, So, Cody says, Blake, what is next for LSU? Is a new coach willing to take on this big of a mess? And Andrew Brister says, one month from Ed Orgeron, not embarrassing us us anymore. Woo-hoo. So, if you missed it. And Coach Jeremy Gilner says LSU gets embarrassed by Alabama and Woolward has to retract the original agreement. Coach O gone after next week. So let's let's talk about this. If you missed it today, Ed Orgeron was on his SEC teleconference and he was asked a question about what are they doing in the bye week, something to, the, to that nature. And Ed Orgeron told the media that LSU did not have enough players to practice Today, now I can confirm, and LSU has confirmed to us and to me that they went inside and practiced today, or limited and practiced today. Ed Orgeron would go on to say in the SEC teleconference that they did not have enough players to do the Tiger Bowl, which they do on every bye week. That's at the end of the uh, end of the week, usually on Thursdays, when the younger players uh, play a little small game, and the older older guys coach. They, it's really fun. to keep some score. Former Franklinton graduate Adrian McGee, uh, offensive lineman, was left guard for the 2019 National Championship winning Tigers. Caught a touchdown pass, I think, in 2017. It was really funny to watch him catch a touchdown pass. So it's usually a very light week, but you do have to go through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday very light practices. However, last week Ed Orgeron said and confirmed to CBS, and that LSU only had about 50 scholarship bodies and only a few walk-ons that travel with them to Oxford, to Ole Miss. And today, Ed Orgeron says this. So, I'm about to go on a rant because this is the part of Ed Orgeron and the PR nightmare and the roster management and the shit that can't go on at LSU. On... The SEC official website, and you can look this up. I can send you the link if you want it. On the SEC's official website to start the season, LSU had either scholarship or walk-on combined, 123 players on their active roster. 123. Today, they are less and pushing less to closing in on 50. Now, Ed Orgeron said today that it was due to a lot of injuries. Guys, I'm going to sit here and tell you that 70 players are not injured. 70 players that from the beginning of the season aren't hurt. Now, you do have some transfers. You do have some guys that are injured. We know Derek Stingley who had surgery. We know Elias Ricks. We know Ali Gay, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not 70. Ed Orgeron has proven. This proves that as a head coach, after having success, that he has no idea what in the hell he is doing. Roster management in college football with the transfer portal and guys leaving early is the biggest thing as a recruiter and as a head coach, you have to do. Ed Orgeron almost implying that they might not have enough numbers to play Alabama next week is absolutely embarrassing to everyone that's an LSU fan. Completely embarrassing. And don't tell me, well, Blake, there's so many guys that left in 2019, opted out in 2020. Guys, Alabama... Ohio State, all these teams deal with this. When you have success, they deal with this on a daily basis, on a yearly basis. What else do you have to see to be confirmed that Ed Orgeron has has a personal vendetta because he got fired and he doesn't give a shit anymore? What will it take for every Ed Orgeron homer, which everybody accused me of being, So many months ago, he doesn't want that smoke. He doesn't want that action. 123 players down to somewhere 50. Now, let me say this because I know what this is going to do and how this is going to get me in trouble, and I know LSU is going to reach out after this podcast. If, if. There is not only 50 players on this roster right now that's ready to go or active live bodies. Ed Orgeron needs to confirm that when he's with the media because when you say that, it has a bunch of distinctions to it. What do you mean you only have 50 players? if you're wondering, if you're asking if players are quitting on Orgerine, well, you're damn right they are. You know why? Because they see what you don't. Well, Blake, LSU players came out last week defending Coach O. So how the hell do you know? Because actions speak louder than words. Actions speak louder than words. When the actions of players are to give up on the team, I say give up. I shouldn't say give up. Because majority of these guys I went on a full rant last week about Eli Ricks and telling LSU fans that they could shove it because the kid had a torn labrum for more than six weeks. But if Ed Orgeron, as a coach, is going to have the actions that he has outside of the field and acts like he doesn't care, why do you think the players should? Seconds after Texas a LSU is over with. LSU has to have a coach announced. Because... This feels to me, and I think that LSU will come out of this. It's not what I'm. I'm not saying this to think that LSU is going to go here, guys. It's not. It's it's not difficult to get into a situation like your Florida State or your Miami or your Nebraska or your USC. You think USC doesn't want to win? Do you think Miami doesn't want to win? Do you think Florida State doesn't win? No, their fan base, their their athletic directors, their presidents aren't sitting back saying we want to get our asses kicked. They're not saying that. They're not saying that. So why this comes to me as being one of, if not the biggest hires in LSU history. You You have set a precedent over the last 20 years. You have set the precedent over the last 20 years with national titles, with SEC titles. So to sit here and say, to sit here and say that LSU can take a step back, no, we can't. Guys, in the majority of my life, two-thirds of my life, LSU has kicked everybody's ass. By damn, they're going to fall back. you got to have the right coach to go out and hire and make sure that that doesn't happen. In my personal opinion, this doesn't just fall on Scott Woodward. This doesn't just fall I mean, on Ed Orgeron. This also falls on Scott Woodward. Your athletic director. Blake, oh now Blake's just Blake's really getting into it now. Blake, you're about to be wrong on this one. What am I wrong about? Because I see so many people saying, Blake, get off of Orge Ron. Get off of Orge Run. Guys, he's doing it to the program that you love. The only reason that your ass is in this in this show right now is because you love LSU football. That's the only reason why. Does Ed Orgeron – I know Scott Wilward does, but he doesn't let Ed Orgeron go last Sunday because Ed Orgeron more than likely tells Scott Wilward that he's going to tell everybody where the bodies are buried. When he has to go in a deposition for Title IX about allegedly covering up a rape, again, I've gone over that and think that it's – he, you know, we can't convict Ed Orgeron on he said, she said, like so many have one place I will defend him, you can't do that. Due process has to play out. But do you think Ed Orgeron wouldn't cut things loose? Do you think if Ed Orgeron wasn't being paid $17 million, oh, that he wouldn't do something? Oh, and by the way, he's going to see every one of your recruits this week. You know those guys that are committed to play for LSU football next year, guys like Walker Howard that's going to be a mid-tournament roley, those kind of guys? Ed Orgeron says he's going to see him this week. What is he going to tell them? I told you this Sunday. I told you this Monday. What the hell is he going to tell them? Hey, we don't have enough players. Everybody's leaving. 123 guys. I don't care if you got to play walk-ons. What do you mean you don't have enough guys to practice? The way that I take that is, is that the, of the 123 guys, even the walk-ons, you don't have enough live bodies. What the hell does that mean? Do you have 70 guys that have left the program and or are injured? Because if that's the case, somebody else needs to be fired along with, Ed Orgeron. This is embarrassing. This is a disgrace. And if you don't agree with me, I'm sorry, but it's just the truth. Take off the purple and gold blinders for just five minutes. And I have a very good feeling in ten or five years, maybe even less than five years, we're going to all sit back and say, you know what, Blake, you were right. Ed Orgeron was a dumbass. He was a dumbass. Guys, you're going to go into Tuscaloosa next week with close to 50 live bodies. (laughs) Let me repeat that. You're going to go into Tuscaloosa with 50 live bodies. That's like, that's like, that's like, I don't know what it, you know, I would say like, it's like the biggest school in, in Louisiana playing, you know, like a a, a a a class B school. It's like Mount Herman. Go if you don't know where Mount Herman is, Google it. Um, it's like Mount Herman playing West West Monroe at at West Monroe. Maybe not that bad. Maybe it's not that bad. LSU has to clean house. LSU from the top from the bottom has to clean house. It doesn't do me any favors. I've built relationships with people inside of that building. But I've told you from day one, and please listen to me when I tell you this, it does me no favors to say what I'm about to say. I have built relationships with people inside that building. But for the sake of LSU and for the sake of LSU football, things have to happen and things have to change for us to be relevant. You understand what I'm saying? Dare Rosenthal your starting left tackle, playing for Kentucky and because he smokes a little weed. Well, Blake, he shouldn't have done it. Guys, I, I'm sorry, and it's not like, well, everybody else is doing it, so you should do it too. Well, Blake, everybody's jumping off the bridge, so you that doesn't mean you have to do it. But, guys, from compliance all the way down, it, it, it's a train wreck. It's an absolute train wreck from the top to the bottom. Cats in the cradle in the silver spoon. Get all of their asses out of there. If you're wondering if it's that bad, hell yeah, it's that bad. I see comments asking, people asking me if it's that bad. Hell yeah, it's that bad. It's horrific. Guys, you don't have enough players to practice. Think about this. What do I have to say to every LSU fan for it to get through your skull You don't have enough players to practice, and next week you go face the number two team in the country. You're not Old Dominion. You're not UConn. You're not Vandy. You're not any of those schools. You're LSU. So if you want to start acting like it, get that hobo out of there. many times do we have to come out here and talk about this buffoon saying we don't have enough guys to practice you don't say that in media availabilities there's some shit you don't talk about why is this man here do you realize you're a laughingstock across the nation Guys, LSU is a laughing sock across the nation because they don't have enough players to practice. Joel says, dude, you loved him. Can't turn around 180 now. The hell I can't. The hell I can't. Why can't I? Why can't I? Everybody else can do it. Go get on their ass. See, here's the problem with everybody that doesn't understand this. I tell you when I'm wrong, unlike those that don't. I'm man enough to say where I'm wrong. Because like you, I'm a human being. Oh, I'm a Blake. Blake's always right. Blake's right on the as It shakes kind of suck sometimes. Do you realize, Do I, I, I don't, I, for, for the life of me, for the life of me, I don't understand why LSU fans are defending this. 123 guys on an active roster to 50. Now, if Ed Orgeron wants to come out here, Derek Panamski wants to rip me a new asshole, I really don't give a shit. But you got to clarify, when you're in media availabilities, All right, let's get to a couple comments. Travis Dyson, what's up, bro? Travis, listen, I love Travis to death. He be getting on my ass now. Listen, if there's one AYS follower that gets on my ass anytime I'm wrong, it's my friend Travis Dyson. What's up, Travis? He says, Ed had everybody fooled. Well, everybody but me. (laughs) I will give him that. 2019, my man was saying, the guy's Rudy Pooh. I got to give him that now. I got to give him that now. Kirk Paul says, it's Panamski cut the uh, cut the feed? He ain't going to cut this feed. What's he going to cut this feed for? Brian Champagne says, since Jack Marucci got their players have been hurt. Guys, again, whenever the new coaching staff come, look, I love Corey Raymond. I love Mickey Joseph. I do. Do I want the next coach, the next head coach, to come in here and keep those two guys? Yes. Personally, I do. I think that they've shown that they're good recruiters. I think that they're shown that they're good position coaches. I think that they've shown that they relate to players well. I think that they've they they they've shown that they love LSU. There's a lot of things that Mickey Joseph and Cord Raymond have done. A lot. However whoever the next head coach is, if he does not want to keep those two guys on staff, we have to be okay with it. We have to be okay with it. Uh, Mike Smith says, Coach O will never be a head coach again after this clown show. Yeah, guys guys don't forget. Guys don't forget, and fan bases don't forget about things that you do at the end of your tenure. Guys, this is unraveling at the seams. It's unraveling at the seams. Kenny Russell says, "Sadly, they will have to clean house. This stuff isn't pretty at all. It's disgusting. It is disgusting, guys." It, it, I, it, <laughs> well, that's a base hit. It is disgusting. Talking about the best, L, the biggest LSU, in in my opinion. One of, if not the biggest, and, I, you know, I could sit here and make a debate if this isn't the biggest head coaching job or, or head coaching hire for football ever. 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 Because you have done the things that you've done over the last 20 years. And you have a guy that's running it into the ground. Ed Orgeron is right now being a vindictive butthole. He is. This might be wrong of me, and people might hate me for saying this, but it's just my personality. It is just my personality. I hate losing. I'm a very competitive individual. Very, very competitive individual. If you do two reps, let me try to do three. If Ellis, if Alabama's doing something, if if Florida's doing something, if if Georgia's doing something, hell, I want to be a part of the party. I want to go kick some ass. Michael Porter says I disagree about cleaning house. We got to keep Corey Raymond, Mickey Joseph, and the special teams coach at least, guys. It doesn't, you know. Um whoever your next head coach is, he has to have autonomy to do whatever he wants. You can't start handpicking guys for him to hire. Because the last time that that happened, the last time that that happened, it was Ed Orzron. Ed Orzron didn't get his strength and conditioning coach. He didn't get his defensive coordinator, which I will give him credit for keeping, Dave, because, look, he was going to A&M, and we, you know, go back and check the record. We broke that story that he was staying. Everybody called me an idiot. Um... who else did he have? I mean, Ensminger, I mean, there was a lot Jack Marucci, there was a lot of people that Ed Orgeron inherited. Sometimes things can get stale. The Cochrane guy, who's now a special teams coach or before he started popping pills, he was, you know, he was uh Knicks uh, uh strength and conditioning coach and after a while when he thought his players were getting a little too soft, he cut him loose. That's the goat. That's a GOAT where a guy's been with him for over 15, 16 years, and he said, see ya, bye-bye. You're not ruining my program. Uh, Mark says, people need to take blinders off and realize what's going on. I agree with that. I agree with that. And look, all of those people that aren't taking off the blinders are ripping me a new one on Twitter. I really kind of don't care. Like I like I really, really, really don't care because I'm kind of just going back with them. But don't think put things and words in my mouth though. Ed Orgeron is saying all of this stuff. Like, we get that, okay? Like, this isn't Blake Rafino's take. This isn't what Blake Rafino thinks. This isn't what Blake Rafino is t- you know, I didn't just come out with this with thin air. I'm repeating what your head coach of LSU football said. So when I will get to uh Quinn's question in just a second but when you ask me why I probably don't want Lane Kiffin do you know why now do you know why now because I think LSU needs a guy that's buttoned up who can connect to players and say hey when it's time to party we party when it's time to work we go to work someone that can build a relationship with somebody There's so many other things that can be confirmed about Ed Orgeron that can't come out right now. Oh, you weren't expecting that one, were you? Well, Blake, that's not fair. You can't say that. But I will tell you this. For the safety and sanctity of LSU football, that will be not coming from me. One day I will show you, maybe when one day when I retire – I will show you half of the messages that I get of pictures and screenshots. And Blake, I was at so at so with and so, and guess who we saw? Are you really with them? Yeah, here's a picture. You think that that shit doesn't go on? Are you that naive to think that that kind of shit doesn't go on? I came out here and said a while back. Um, that Ed Orsborn was throwing chairs up against the wall got called out for it, and then oh 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 Blake, you, did you hear Ed Orgeron was throwing chairs up against the wall before Kentucky guys? I said it the week I said it the po- during the post game show. Yeah, I was a little tipsy <laughs> or Sunday Sunday because we didn't do the Saturday post game show. We were at a Rudy Poo wedding. Astros score one nothing. My good friend C. King says, most of us knew Coach O was as good as his coordinator hires. We trusted him to make the right hires, uh, not be a good coach. Right on. Uh, Roderick says, hand Venables a blank check as the defensive coordinator. I'm sure the head coach will be offensive-minded. I agree with that. I mean, that fits into Scott Woodward's tenure. Um So yeah. Will on Facebook says, I don't think I've ever heard of a three A team say I can't practice due to injuries. Pretty much a power five. Yeah. Yeah. Blaine Smith says, Oh, is drinking natty light and eating oyster dressing. He's eating more than oyster dressing. <laughs> he's eating dressing, all right. <laughs> 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 oh, he's eating all right. That's not what y'all think. Uh, Jamie says, "Totally agree." I thought him staying till the end of the season was be- uh, best until today. Yeah, and, and look, this does fall on Sky Woodward. Look, this also falls on the entire administration. This falls on everybody's lap. Well, if Ed, or, well, Blake, you know, the argument is, well, well, Ed will go out there and he'll he'll sling bodies and he'll bury people. No, you say here's 17 million. you're gonna sign this document saying that you're gonna have LSU attorneys for your deposition and if you say a word outside of LSU, you're not getting a single penny. Guys at the post game press con- or at the uh, at press conference with Scott Woolward he's laughing about how much money he's going to get. All these other people thinking that this isn't a big deal guys this is a big deal. It's not just, well, Blake thinks it's a big deal. Bullshit, it's a big deal to everything. It's a big deal to everybody. It's a big deal to LSU. It's a big deal to recruiting. It's a big deal to boosters. It's a big deal to the alumni. You think boosters aren't pissed off when Ed Orgeron said that today? You should check this phone and see how many phone calls I'm getting. And one booster said that he can't believe a Power 5 head coach, much less the head coach at LSU, is running out there saying that he doesn't have enough guys to practice. On a bye week when you go in helmets and you don't even go in pads because they're not even going in pads this week. They're going in helmets, like shells. What do you mean you don't have 22 guys that can go? Run on air for crying out loud like I give a shit. Because running on air it would be just as effective. You know, Ed Orgeron talks about, oh, well, what's the biggest thing? that's problems with our, with our program right now. Well, defensively, we get out of our, our, our lanes. We don't fit the scheme well. Offensive line doesn't know they're blocking assignments. Well, you know what? You don't have to go full speed to get assignments down. Go 25%, learn, let these guys learn where they need to go on counters. Let these guys know where they need to go on zone blocking schemes. Get timing down with the receivers. How fucking hard is that? You mean to tell me that we don't have 22 fucking players? Every freaking day I come out here and I say, I'm not going to talk about Ed Orr's run off the field. And then he does something more egregious every single time. St. King says, roll tie what F you didn't age well. No, it didn't. And they're pissed. Mark Allen says, here's $17 million to shut the F up and go home. Travis Dyson says, had they fired him, y'all would have been up in arms. No, we wouldn't have. Everybody was calling for his head. Just as recently as a meth ago, people were saying Wilbur was working against him. He was. You know how he was? Travis, here's the thing, buddy. And I'm glad now that I can tell you this. God, brother, we knew at UCLA that he was going to fire him. It was just a matter of when, not if. He was making phone calls after they got beat by UCLA. You think things just magically appear? Travis, I would promise, you, and every all 402 of you that are watching us live right now, things don't magically appear in this game. Th- things that you never thought would have happened don't magically appear. Sourcing just doesn't happen to come out. Uh, Aaron Adams says, "I agree that the experiment is over and O can just go home." Blaine Smith says, "Blake ain't gonna have no sources anymore. He blasting everybody. I have sources. They don't confirm. LSU don't. Com, you know the, the football op, guys in football ops don't confirm shit anyway, unless your name's Ross Dellinger or it's really it. They they refuse to confirm anything. You guys remember when we broke the Bo Pelini story?" Everybody that's followed A.Y.S. for a while. Y'all remember when we broke that? I asked LSU on a Friday if it was confirmed. They said, no comment. I said, can you please confirm stories going out in five minutes? They said, do not run the story. I said, please confirm. I ran the story. This is how it went down. So you want to know this is how it went down. Please confirm the story because I have a credible source who said it that said Bo Pelini would be the next defensive coordinator. Can you please confirm? Went out Monday, they came and did it. Knew on Thursday night that Bo Pelini was the next defensive uh, coordinator at LSU. Was giving LSU the decency. If they would have told me to wait until Monday and that we will you will be the first to run the story and we'll give you the go ahead, I would have done it. But they don't have they don't have the gajonas because they want a little blue check by your name. Don't act like shit don't be going on behind the scenes. Don't act like that. I've given them more, I've given them more times than not. Pooh Bear says, to be fair, Auburn clean house and don't seem uh, to be having any issues. That's true. <laughs> Josh Taylor says, crazy idea. Pete Carroll, he's old, but he connects with players. God no, You can't go from Ed. And, you can't go get the prince. You can't fire the prince. Or, well, Ed runs not the prince. You can't fire, what was that guy from uh, Game of Thrones, the hound? You can't fire the hound and then go get King Joffrey. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can't do it. You can't do it. Uh, I was going to get to where Bama's vulnerable. How, how long are we in here? 39 minutes. Oh, God. Greg Dyke says, well, at least Alabama won't have film on the new players. That's a good point, but that's not going to stop them. All right, so we can even talk about a little bit where Bama's vulnerable. The good thing for LSU is that Bama is vulnerable in their front seven defensively. The bad thing is, is that LSU doesn't have enough players to practice to be able to know how to do zone-blocking schemes or, or counter-gap schemes. They, they, don't, they don't know how to do that. Guys, we've seen over and over and over again this season Florida push Alabama around up front. Tennessee, even though they lost and don't have the personnel and don't have as much talent as you do, pushed around Alabama's front seven. Outside of Will Anderson, who is a freaking stud. This would be the game if you're, you know, if you're Les Miles, right? Like, if Les Miles and that team were here, you knew, you would know. Because, look, this team is getting pushed around up front by lesser opponents. Teams that you've even beat. Let me say this, too, because a lot of people brought up this to me today. Dare Rosenthal leaving. Dare Rosenthal leaving to Kentucky's not why you're 4-4 four four at LSU. Uh, Derek Stingley being out is not why you're 4-4 four four at LSU. I could go on and on about the injuries, but – the reason you're four a 4-4 four is you hired an offensive coordinator that's never called plays before with a guy in a passing game coordinator who is best buddies with the guy who you had before in 2019, and Durante Jones, God bless his heart, is not calling the defense. Because Dwight McLaughlin, don't say, before you say Dwight McLaughlin, who came in for Derek Stingley's bad, say that to the pick six he had a couple of weeks ago. To everybody that knows football, knows what I'm about to say. Guys, they win man-to-man coverage against Lane Kiffin with two of their best corners out. Derek says his bottom line is Woodward knows he can't fire him with cause due to what would possibly come out. Well, don't don't fire him with cause. Don't fire him with cause. Pay him his money. Say, Mickey, we really need you. Corey, we really need you. Blake Baker. We really need you. Oh, here it is. Here we go. Heh, heh, y'all heard that? Y'all heard the text? Uh huh. God, I'm gonna get in so much trouble. What's the score now? Who just hit that bomb? Did the arm just hit a dinger? Yep. One one. God, Astros are rooty-poo. Amanda says, Alabama is beatable. Uh, Guys, go to uh, hashtag Tiger Nation. Um, It's our group on Facebook, really good group. A lot of people go in there, and it's a lot of LSU information. I post all my stuff in there. Uh, And C. King, Talking Tiger Sports, you can go there, and he's got a group there too, always amazing. A a lot of good conversation comes in, the Talking Tiger Sports Facebook group. I, I highly recommend both. But Amanda says, Alabama is beatable this season. I wish we were good. They're highly beatable. They're very beatable. So, if you remember in the beginning of the season when I was talking a lot about LSU could go 10-2 and, and LSU could even be possibly be 11-1, guys, and I got ripped on a little about I didn't think that Alabama would be good in their front seven defensively. Well, now you're seeing it. We talked about that all the offseason. All the offseason, I said, they are vulnerable up front. If you don't have 22 bodies, guys, you can go through walkthrough. You, if you have 22 bodies on your team, you can go through a small modified uh, modified walkthrough. You can. And Clark says, only player with fight left other than Clark. I'm talking about Damone Clark. Michael Ray says, another bad thing, Bama has a bye week too. I know, and they're going to get healthy. C. King says, I know one thing, Jack Besh will be out there fighting. Yeah, he's a fighter. So will guys, Look, so will Malik Neighbors, so will Brian Thomas, Uh. so will B.J. Ojolari, so will Jaqueline Roy. Guys, you got kids on this team that don't want to lose and want to play and want to fight. It's a shame that you have a head coach that doesn't. I feel bad for the players, man, honestly. I feel horrible for them. I have no idea what I would do if my head coach was fired midway through the season because he was doing stuff off the field more. Guys, if Ed Edwards was 4-4 four and four and didn't have the off-the-field sh- shit, he wouldn't be fired right now. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. They were waiting until the end of the year to can his ass. I drank a Coke before I came. I, I don't drink Cokes, and if you hear me belching, man, I, I got a lot of gas, like belching. Maybe because if you don't drink Cokes for a long time, it probably was a bad thing for me to drink a Coke. Chris Hadaway says, who do you think will be next? 100% agree with you, by the way. I, again, I think it's going to come down to like guys like Chris Paul, Mel Tucker, no specific order, uh, Jimbo Fisher, Dabo. I think Brian Kelly will either has or has not gotten a phone call. I don't know that. I'm just throwing him out there. I think that there's guys in the NFL that will entertain the idea. You know, if Cliff Kingsbury wasn't undefeated, you know, if they start, you know, down the stretch losing games, does he want back in? I highly doubt it. Um, I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of guys that would want in that LSU can go and pull. Um, So, you know, there's – look, LSU is probably a top ten football job, not just college football job. Resources and everything. Travis says, Auburn, Auburn, LOL, how are they not having issues? They're mediocre per usual. Well, if they win out, they're going to be the SEC West champs. Kenny Russell says, hell, it's crazy. The season was lost early, and we're going to play for pride here on out. Uh, now Now they ain't playing for pride either. This ain't how LSU is supposed to be represented. I agree with that. Mark says, Do you think with how much of an idiot Orgeron is, being that Woodward will change his mind and fire him? God, I hope so. God, I hope so. Pooh Bear says Blake drank that Coke and gonna have the bubblies. <laughs> I got the bubble guts. I thought Cokes were supposed to ease you, Tommy. Sheesh. Pooh Bear, I bro, we need to go to lunch or something, man. Pooh Bear's funny, bro. Pooh Bear be cracking me up. All right, a couple more. We're getting out of here. Paul Brown says, do you hear O say today that he loves LSU and will recruit for us the rest of the season, and even after he's fired? I'm like, the hell you are. (laughs) I did hear it. Uh, Rodney Kraft says, we're dealing with a small man. Uh, I'm 6'3". If you're talking about me, I'm 6'3". Todd says, "I blame Aleva for all the BS going on." I shook my head the day they hired him. I agree. Uh, by the way, when that day happened, I was sitting around all all Alabama fans and a former staff member, um, and they were looking at me, pointing and laughing. Wasn't it like Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day, like the Saturday of thanks, or the you know the the Saturday after Thanksgiving, or it was something like that? Sunday after Thanksgiving, I remember being in Huntsville, Alabama. And family members pointing and laughing. So, in 2019, y'all want to hear a funny-ass story? So, when LSU won in 2019 in Tuscaloosa, in front of God and everybody, I roasted the shit out of every family member that's an Alabama fan from here to kingdom come. I said they had long-ass titties, they they mama don't like them, that they need to bow to the king because Joe Burrow's their daddy. I mean, I was going off. And God bless it. I I probably shouldn't have done that because I'm reaping what I sow. But, God, I was going through a lot of emotional strain from family members ripping my ass year after year about LSU can't beat Alabama. It was an emotional strain for me, and I lashed out, and I said, Roll Tide, what F you? And now I'm paying for it. Uh, Seeking says, I am sold on Kiffin, but who will coach the defense? Um (laughs) <laughs> Man, I, I, anybody, um, anybody that's not named Ed Orzron, I mean, you're gonna get playmakers, guys. You get guys like Derek Stingley, Jamal Adams, all these dudes. Like, you can pull that. But the problem is, is that what you can't do is run cover one against Lane Kiffin. Um, see, I I, I don't know about the Lane Kiffin thing. Uh, I don't know about the Lane Kiffin thing. I, would I be okay with Lane Kiffin as a as a coach? Yes. Don't get that. <laughs> Big Daddy, don't get that twisted. Don't get that twisted. Yeah, I was telling them that mamas. Uh, I was telling them mamas nobody liked them. All right, two more. We're out of here. Rick says, how did they hire the guy who bungled the Duke scandal they must have been thinking Arby's. I've been thinking Arby's. Oh, because they got the meats. <laughs> you know, Justin brings up an interesting point here. What about Will mustamp for D.C. if Kiffin was hired? Jack says uh, not getting into racist political talk. We will delete that comment. Guys, don't talk racist political talk in this, in, in this, in, in this thread. Don't do it. Don't you dare do it. John says, uh, what are the chances we lure Saban away from Bama? Zero. Uh, let's just say we throw 12 to 15 million to him. Zero. Uh, Manor says, Kevin is a bad hire, dangerous hire, risky hire. I am not for it. I agree with that. Uh, Jared says, what's the fear with Lane? I think it's because he's dating a 24-year-old woman, and you're coming off a coach who has done some really bad things off the field. And if you hire him, I don't think that – the boosters will be very happy with that when you're and and, and what will will the NCAA who has not closed an investigation on will Wade and or Ed Orgeron will they and they're not officially opened up on Ed Orgeron but will they tie all of this and say you have a lack of institutional control because of Lane's uh, Lane's past do they start digging into Lane's past anyway all right let's get out of here let's go watch some baseball we've been in that 50 minutes Let's go watch some baseball. We'll be back tomorrow. Love, I hope you love the rant. It's true. All of it's true. Till then, peace out, Girl Scouts. Need to go get another Coke. I got the bubblies.
0: (laughs) This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming.